Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You may be seated. Oh, what a great time of year, isn't it? Some, many of us love it. Some of, it, of us, it's hard. Anyway, I'm going to share a brief message with you today, something that you might completely resonate with, and something, uh, or it might be something that you're thinking, where did Pastor Zach get all that from? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out, right? Um, well, today I want to talk about something called the multiverse. Have you heard of that? Anybody? Oh, okay, good. At least a few of you have heard of the multiverse. That's when what we just did, we sang multiple verses of angels we have heard on high, right? No, actually not. It's not to do anything with uh, multiple verses of a song, but it does have to do with multiple universes. It's a theory that's out there. Scientists say it might exist and it might not. We just don't know. It's a theory that there are multiple universes, maybe even parallel universes. And thanks to Marvel, anybody here a Spider-Man fan? A few of us. You guys all, raise your hand if you know who Spider-Man is. Some of you don't know who Spider-Man is. Okay, that's okay. You'll still get through this if you don't know who Spider-Man is. But if you, don't know, if you know who he is, it's going to help a little bit. Well, there's been a lot of uh, Marvel movies, Spider-Man movies lately, and uh, they're introducing this idea of the multiverse. But I'll get to that in a moment. It's, the idea of a parallel universe is something like this. It's, it, it's the idea that maybe it's possible that in this universe, you're wearing an ugly Christmas sweater or tie, and you don't know it. Just kidding, Scott. In a parallel universe, you are wearing an ugly sweater or tie, and you're, you know it's ugly, and you're wearing it with pride. So similar situation going on, uh, different. Um, it's a different scenario, though. Or it might be that in another universe, you're wearing ugly sweater shorts. Maybe you live in, in the Bahamas or something. Anyway, it's this crazy idea that there's multiple universes. It sounds pretty crazy, doesn't it? It's like two roads diverged in a yellow wood. This is what Robert Frost said. In this multiverse, this universe, you take the, the road less traveled by. But in another universe, you take the road more traveled by. All right, raise your hand if you think all that's crazy. Only two of you. Okay, the rest of you are sort of convinced by Marvel and these crazy scientists. All right, well, if you're like millions of Americans who spent, I think, as of a few days ago, $260 million to watch Spider-Man, uh, this might make perfect sense to you, like you all just agreed that maybe it does. In this movie, Spider-Man, it's called No Way Home, Marvel is taking the idea of the multiverse, and they're going to use it for, well, cash and interest. Uh, they're going to pull all their Spider-Man movies into one. So if you don't know, there's different actors as Spider-Man over the last you know, 20 years, uh, at least three different actors. And so in this movie, they pull them all together. And it's not a bad thing. It's just what the multiverse is. All right, so here's what the movie trailer of Spider-Man says. And then we'll move on to something a little bit more holy for those of you who are waiting for that. Here's what this, the trailer says. It says, the meta-universe has been cracked open and forces are pouring in. And then we find out that these forces that are pouring into this universe from other places, they're both friends of Spider-Man and us, and they are foes. All right, so it does kind of sound crazy. I agree with you who said it was crazy. Uh, but many fans believe it, at least especially just for the story and for the fun of it. 
And these fans are happy to exercise what's called the suspension of disbelief. Not sure if you ever heard of that phrase, but they're okay with it. So who would ever believe such crazy things? Well, let me remind you, Spider-Man fans are not the only ones who believe crazy things, who believe in other universes. I think maybe you do. Like when you say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. When you say that, you're saying that you believe in a being that's outside of this universe. A being who is infinite and eternal. He's outside of space. He's outside of time. He's outside of matter. He's beyond it all. And as the maker of heaven and earth, he's made this universe, maybe others, and he's created this universe just because he wanted to, out of pure joy. So we also, when you say that you believe in God the Father, it means that you think his creation is deep and glorious and beautiful and good, just like him. And then you say that and you believe that he's created the most amazing creatures in the world. Anybody have a favorite creature? Platypuses are some people's. Very amazing, but not as amazing as beings who can sing and talk and pray and make babies and communicate deeply. That's us. That's humanity. That story says that this creation is very good. Very, very good. Or at least it was very good and perfect until... It's always an until, right? Until, as William Blake said, tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night. Until a villain poured in from some other multiverse. And this villain convinced Eve, who convinced Adam, who convinced himself that God the Father Almighty was cheating them. He was not giving them a good life, the good life. The villain said this, You shall not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of the tree, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Well, here, here's humanity, standing at a crossroads. Should they believe this messenger from another realm who offers them more? This is what Robert Frost says about this. You know this. Maybe you've heard it. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one of them as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. And he goes on. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Familiar with that? Adam and Eve were tempted to look down one of these roads as far as they could, but they had no idea what laid down there. They took the road less traveled, the road they were not to take, and that has made all the difference for us. They believed the lie that God wasn't good. They believed that they could do better apart from God. And Robert Frost goes on. He says this, 
Oh, I kept the first road for another day. Yet, knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. Humanity wouldn't come back. There was no way home. They would surely die on that road, just as all of us would too. So what was God to do? On one hand, He couldn't lie and make it untrue. They would die. They were already on that road. They were reeking of death already, and it was only a matter of time until they were lost and gone. God couldn't lie. But on the other hand, how could God just let this beautiful creation, like the baby, how could He let this creation that cries and sings and prays and that bears His image, unlike anything else, just go into nothingness? How could He allow that? No one has to tell us that we're on that same road with them. And on our own, we can't get all the possibilities back that would make things right. And even if we could get back to some diverging road where we had gone wrong and we know it and we regret it, even if we made it back to that diverging road and, and by some miracle took the right path, it wouldn't be long until there was another diverging road and we ended up in a place we shouldn't have been. There is no way home. We are under a curse. Did you hear that? Humanity is under a curse. But that's not why you came here tonight, is it? Did you come here to hear that? No! Pastor Zach, move on already. You are here tonight because you believe this, that out of another multiverse, through a portal into this one, steps a messenger of light, a whole army of light, of spirits bringing the glory of another universe with them. And the shepherds were filled with great fear. The messenger of light says, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, the messenger of light from another realm said, today in the city of David is born to you a Savior, the superhero of superheroes who is the Christ, the Lord. Like and I won't spoil the movie, but like a perfect Spider-Man stepping in to help a hopeless and defeated Spider-Man. He has come. The man has come. The God-man has come. He steps in from another multiverse to rescue all of mankind. The originator of all multiverses has come to rescue this universe. That is why you're here. Amen? God, God in His infinite mind knew all the possibilities as if there is a multiverse. He could see every possible scenario in any multiverse that He could have created. He knew every possible probability that could have happened and He knew that only one would come to rescue us. Only one thing would rescue us from the curse of death and that was to send this ultimate superhero. Christ the Lord, the God-man himself, as one of us, one for us, to break the curse of death. A baby of a poor family, there's many of them, 
But a baby of a poor family laid in a manger, a manger perhaps made out of just a couple pieces of yellow wood, doesn't look like a superhero, does it? But it is God himself who has taken up humanity into himself. He is the one from another multiverse where there's, in his multiverse, there is no death. There is no sorrow. There is no regret. There's no confusion. There's no boredom. And he himself is the portal into that realm. Look behind me. A Jewish rabbi executed on a Friday afternoon, laid on a cross, made perhaps out of a couple pieces of yellow wood. Doesn't look much like a superhero. But it was God himself who died on the cross to bear your death, to bear your corruption, and to break our curse, to undo every diverging road, and to bring you home to his multiverse forever. Because this superhero, Christ, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. I know it's Christmas, but Easter is part of Christmas. So may God grant to you his gift, the amazing gift of the suspension of disbelief. That will make all the difference. Because unto you is born a Savior, a superhero, Christ the Lord. In his name, amen. Having heard God's